Welcome back to Real People Talk. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Chris. Doing well, doing well. Happy to be back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute or two. It's been a minute or two. <laughs> back in the studio, though, to, to get some good content out. So, You know, for those who don't know, one of the things we started off doing, we actually launched the first RPT. We got it actually on Apple. That way we could get everything sort of mixed and matched. Now we're setting up all of our guests and going through and having great conversations. But as our second round right now, we're really going to have a conversation a little bit about everything. Like we were sitting here talking right now and saying, what do you want to talk about? And the great thing is, is between you and me, there's tons we can talk about. So, you know, where, where do you want to start? I mean, we talked about, we, we can make this, we can talk about life, we can talk about technology, we can talk about the market, we can talk about a whole bunch of things. What, what's your fancy to start off with? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's really interesting what you said. It's funny because prior to even starting a podcast, we're sitting here talking about things that could technically be part of the podcast. <laughs> So, you know, we have to kick it off and, and remember that, you know, we, we want to have good quality information to put out there. But, you know, I think a great place to start today, um, you know, we were just talking about life and, and kind of how people have different reasons, different whys, t- different uh, things that have impacted them in their life that are now um, kind of rolling over into their profession in, in a positive way or sometimes in a negative way, but, you know, more so in a positive way now. Um, so, I mean, like, when people get into the business of real estate, you know, some people get in there because they need to make money for their family. Some people get in there because they want uh, to keep busy. Some people get into it because, hey, I do investing already. Why don't I just get my license? Right. So, you know, life happens and, and there's catalysts to all of those things, especially, I think, in this industry. You know, and I think this industry is very important. You know, Rob and I, who, for those who don't know, Rob Cook and I talk about this, is sometimes we feel that also the industry is, well, it's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> right. But real estate is not the easiest thing to do. Unfortunately, we have about 40,000 realtors in the Houston market, and about 50% of them do zero or one deals wow. a year. I mean, so if you think about it, one of the things that I tell everybody, it's, it's important, whatever your why is, whether to do that one deal or to do the hundredth deal that you're doing, is to understand and to be very honest and forthcoming as to why you're involved in the industry, right? I sort of, I got accidentally into the industry from the lending side of things. My dad was a lender. And, and so it was funny. He came down here. I was working for transnational companies. I was traveling. I was a consultant on an international basis. And my dad came down here and did a loan application and said, hey, would you go out with me? And so I accompanied him, went out with him. And, and, and the thing that still stands true today, and it's something that I still love doing, which is why I'm involved from the ground floor of everything that we do, is we went out to this home, a Latin American family, because obviously, remember, Spanish is my, my, our primary language. And this family was going to do a refinance, and they invited all their nephews and aunts and uncles and cousins, and you name it. My dad walked out with like six loan applications that day. And just the nicest individuals, and you're helping individuals get from, a at that time, like a 15% to a 12%. I mean, you know, crazy stuff like that. And so you're sort of seeing that, that, that change that they were doing in bringing them down on those levels as far as financing them, getting them into a little bit better deal. And one of the things that we ended up doing was walking out and saying, man, this is like really neat. Like you're helping individuals out on a very, you know, realistic level, on, on a basic human level. Whereas what I was doing, I was going into corporations and, and helping them do business development or IT separation. Or in fact, when Reliant was doing their, their separation between Reliant Energy and Centerpoint, I was a consultant on that project. And, you know, you go into a meeting and then you have another meeting about your meeting and then you go into another meeting about the meeting and about the meeting. Yeah. And then, you know, 
five weeks later, you might make a decision about what happened in the meeting. Mm -hmm. And these were things you were helping individuals out on a day-to-day basis. And so that's what got me into the business. I was like, I want to be involved with something which I can help individuals out on a day-to-day basis and love what I do every single day. And that's something I think that too many of us sometimes, even on my own team, sometimes it's very easy to forget about how the simplicity of what this market can be if you do it right and you have a passion for it. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up something interesting about people doing it just to do it. The interesting thing about real estate is the barrier to entry is pretty low. Right. Relatively easy to get in. So from the realtor side, we need to figure out ways to add value. But from a consumer side, you need to vet your agents. You need to vet the people you work with and oh, make absolutely. sure that you're working with the best. And from, from the lender side, I'm not sure what the barrier is to get into the industry versus, uh, you know, because I, I, they're good lenders and they're bad lenders, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, I, I think there's good and bad of everything, right? right? I mean, so the one thing is, but our barrier used to be zero. I mean, oh, our wow. barrier used to be now. The barrier for entry on, the, on a banking side is very low. Mm-hmm. So whereas if you're a, if you're a mortgage banker, Okay, I have to go through continuing education every single year. Mm-hmm. I had to get a certain amount of hours. I had to get licensed to begin with. I'm licensed under the M- NMLS, uh, which is the National Mortgage Licensing System. But if you're a banker, let's say you work for one of the big banks, you are not required to go through that type of licensing. They are federally exempt. Oh, so wow. the unfortunate part is some of the th- stories that you hear are, in my personal opinion, because they are exempt from some of the training and ongoing education that needs to be put in place to show people not only about what lending is about, but also what it's like to be a true professional in the business. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this all the time, right? You can be in a business and not be professional. Right. And you can be in a business and be a professional. I think people forget the professionalism aspect of any job that they've got. You know, and, and, and that goes from the way you dress mm-hmm. to the way you speak to understanding that you always have to continue to learn. I mean, I, I will sit here and tell you, just, and you could probably talk to the same thing, there's never a point in my life in which I'm going to know every single thing about lending, which is why every day and every month and every year I attend conferences, I read, I go over tools, technologies, products, everything associated with it to get better at my job, to make sure that I am at the top of my game when someone does ask, I'm not, I'm not always the one say, let me go look that up. It's, this is what it is right now. Let me verify if you qualify for it. Mm-hmm. And, and the real estate side of things also has a lot of moving parts to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> well, what's interesting is the, the process to get into real estate is very easy. The process to become successful in real estate is much harder. Yes. So there's, there's a, a lot of people who are not successful long term. There's a big learning curve because not only are you having to keep up with real estate itself, but real estate's in a transition period where technology is starting to uh, take over. Yep. So not only are you also having to move from being a transition or a, a traditional realtor, you're now also having to relearn how this new access to information is impacting the industry. And you need to you need to stay up to date with it. And I know it sucks sometimes and people hate the change. But the change is there because it's, there's more freedom and access to information. So you need to be able to access that information first. You need to be able to understand and interpret that information first. You need to be the person who can take that data, take it to your clients, and explain it to them. There will be a point where your clients will have access to that as well. The key is, as an agent, to be able to bridge that gap, to be able to beat them to the punch and show your value by being able to take this data and turn it into real dollars, to turn it into real cents, to help them understand 
how you can quantify days on market, how you can quantify different things. Right. And and with the with the with the ability to access so much data now, there's no reason that we can't. Right. And what people already think is, oh, realtors can be overpaid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can understand that. It, when you don't know the process and all of the work that goes into things, sure. But we need to still show value. And, you know, it doesn't matter, regardless of what people say. We still need to show the value. We still need to stay up to date. That's how we're going to stay ahead of the game. That's how we're going to prove our worth to people who don't see it. And a lot of people, they lose a lot of money because they don't use a realtor. No, I agree there. I mean, there's facts that will tell everybody that if you don't use a real estate agent, it's it's a fact you're going to get less value, uh, sales value associated with your property than if you were to go sell it on your own. So I'm a huge advocate. Engage with a professional real estate agent. But, but, you know, this is a great segue into something I want to talk about, which is, where is where is the point that technology is either becoming too overused or not used enough and we're missing that human element side of things, right? Because I think, as you mentioned, information's out there and clients have access to tons of information. And real estate agents and lenders have even more technology and information that they have access to. And so at what point is it becoming too much of it's all becoming digital and we're taking away the human element? Because I will tell you this my personal opinion. I still think today that the human element is more important than ever before because of technology, because you can get lost in the loop of where to go and how to find the information, how to decipher that data. And so I actually think technology, while it's helping us deliver information faster, I think the human side is even more important than ever before. And I think that's what we're losing the most of. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, originally, you know, I have a tech background. I originally thought one day we can do without agents, but the more I've done real estate, the more I've realized that there are decisions, there are things that machines don't have the ability to understand or interpret. And it's, it's degrees of freedom, right? The ultimate degree of freedom when it comes to technology is reality where we are now, but there's varying levels of freedom leading up to that ultimate layer. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the basic layer of freedom is a computer playing chess. Uh, Elon Musk's talked about this before. Right. And it, it, it progresses from there. So there's varying rules and levels of freedom within technology. Now, do will there be a technology that is a perfect simulation and blah, 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 and are we already in it <laughs> is the question. Right. So let's assume we're not. Um, eventually, will technology catch up to the point where it can make all decisions? Sure. Maybe it can make a lot of great decisions but will it will it be able to have and quantify compassion quantify love quantify desire to to interpret the look in somebody's eye the tone in somebody's voice the smile on their face will it be able to do that or do we always need agents and beyond just the emotional part of it sometimes as an agent being blunt with people isn't the best way especially when somebody's trying to sell a home and, you know, they're empty nesters now and they've raised their family in this house and it's so emotional and it's, it's such a, um, it's a hard thing to sell because they know they want to downsize and move somewhere else. But, you know, they raised kids in this house. They've had Christmases, birthdays, they've had events, they, they have, they have memories in this house and to them it's, it's, the memories are incredibly valuable. They are. But the buyer doesn't care. Right. So in a way you have to understand as a realtor, how to read and communicate with your client. So you're not only being a real estate agent, but you're also really trying to analyze the best way to communicate 
because maybe you need to listen to them. Let them vent to you. Be, be that person. Or understand that they like things blunt. You're just blunt with them. But you have to use your own kind of human emotion and understanding of human emotion to communicate with these people the right way to right. help them understand and sell their properties. No, and I would agree with you. You know, you, you talk about the emotional <laughs> side of things. Uh, it, it is interesting because you, you can't quantify a smile, right? There's no technology you can sit there and quantify a smile or the excitement or the, you know, the heart beating and racing when you found that perfect home, right? Or whenever you find somebody the great financing that they want or whatever it might be. Uh, at the same time, you know, one of the things that technology, I think, I think where we, where, where we have utilized technology, I think, great is to deliver information faster, everybody. I mean, the old days of paper are gone. You know, now you use, you know, all the different, you know, doc products to be able to deliver news immediately. HAR has a phenomenal app. Realterra for investors, phenomenal app. Uh, you look at every every major brokerage out there from KW anything, you know, command, et cetera, et cetera. So everyone's developing these great systems which are really good, which I think is going to cure two things. Number one, I think it is going to assist real estate agents and lenders to get up to speed faster about market changes. Mm -hmm. I think that delivery of information now, the old days of going down, and you still go do that. You can still go down if you're an investor to the the doorsteps in in Harris County and buy investment properties, right? But what happens nowadays, though, is where you used to have to go down there and get a big old book, you can get it all online now. You can actually do your due diligence ahead of time. You can do all this research ahead of time, et cetera. Same thing with buying or selling your home. You can actually look at that. What I I think, though, um, that's still coming to play is, remember, the average age of a real estate agent in Houston is 56 years old. Hmm. That's, that's the average age, right? Yeah. Now, we're, we're sitting here, and you, you're probably looking at it and go, how is that possible? But, <laughs> you know, I, I've got a friend of mine recently whose real estate agent is not, apt, is not in, in touch with technology and didn't use anything to list the home correctly, right? Mm. And so I think we have a little bit of a gap also on technology. It's, a, it's that sort of like way, right, is how much do you put in as a company to not alienate your, your, your producers that sometimes have a little bit more seasoning to them and yet at the same time be able to attract the new blood that you need to have in that all they want to do is have that millennial, that technology, that delivery of information simultaneously and leverage that you know, to a point in which I, I think sometimes they go overboard, right? But leverage that from that point. Yeah. And that's a that's a very fine line. Right. Um, now, my opinion, um, there are some seasoned agents who are a little bit, ag- not against technology, but they they aren't thrill- as thrilled about it. Right. But, you know, I have a lot of respect for the seasoned agents because they did real estate when it was pen and paper. They did real estate when there was no MLS. They did real estate when they had to drive out everywhere, where they had to hand deliver contract, hand sign contracts, hand do this, hand do that. Imagine missing an initial on a contract you just drove 30 minutes to sign. There's no DocuSign or dot loop to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to resend this. So, you know, those seasoned agents, they've been through, they, they've been in the, the places where it was the hardest in real estate. I feel that if they embraced it, they, we already know they work hard and they have right. worked hard in the past. I think with their uh, work ethic, if they just applied that same work ethic and that same passion to learning the real estate, they'd be equally as successful. You know, I, I, they, they have a lot of experience. They have a ton of knowledge. But the most important thing is they've done business with and without, where a lot of the newer people have only done it with. Right. So I think it does, in, in, a, in a real honest sense, it does give them somewhat of an advantage if they would just commit to learning it. I would agree. 
But let's also talk about some of the cool things. You know, so technology nowadays, you know, you can actually go and do a virtual walkthrough on a home. Yeah. You know, so you get the Matterport, for example. Uh, you could, you actually can go out there and, and with all the great technologies on digital, you know, pho- photography, now you have everything that you can create these financing scenarios. You can create these uh, websites on the fly for these open houses. You can uh, obviously put things out there, virtual walkthroughs. You can market internationally key areas you can actually target market through facebook if you wanted to a doctor's area because you're marketing to like let's say to doctors only it's amazing what you can do technology wise uh which i think is 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 incredible to look at and it's created this whole new market right it's it's created a whole new environment for us absolutely and it's so good for our clients because right. now we have reach we have the ability to reach everyone to get the best buyer for our clients and I think clients are benefiting from it. I think agents especially benefit from it because what it allows us to do is really maximize our opportunity costs in this industry. We don't spend the time that they have in the past hand-delivering, hand-doing these things. Now we can focus on doing research, getting real numbers, learning how to uh, you know, talk to our clients about it, help them understand it, and spend the time on, feet, on, on, our, on our feet, on the road, marketing the prop- properties properly via social media, all these different outlets. So it, it allows us to focus time where we should, which is in finding the best buyer or finding the best uh, home for our clients. Oh, I would agree. So I, I really think that that's what technology is doing. Technology isn't, isn't leveraging out the agent, but what it's doing is creating a more powerful agent. Yeah, you I know, would agree. I think that especially if you'll commit to it, especially if you'll work hard at it, um, I think that the agents who who really become involved in technology are the agents who are going to take things to a new level, and you're not going to get left behind. You know, nobody nobody's going to get left behind. That's the thing. Oh, but, I would agree. Now, now you mentioned something really really interesting, and and I, I want to talk about this as well. Technology by itself means nothing if you don't put the hard work. You mentioned the word hard work. Yeah. Hard work and effort behind it. I can put technology in front of anybody, loan officers. Realtors, anybody, and if you don't have a work ethic, it means nothing, right? And 100%. so, th- I think that's sort of the next thing, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit is, man, how do you identify work ethic, and what does that look like? But more importantly, is are we losing a little bit of work ethic? Because I, one of the things I have seen, I see it used to be the percentage of individuals that come into our business. I'm talking about in general. I don't care what business that touches real estate. You had everybody that came in gung. I mean, it was. It was, you know, balls to the wall, let's get stuff done, right? Mm -hmm. And nowadays, I see a lot of people coming in trying to do the easy way to make things happen. And the most successful people still today are the ones who work hard, more success, more work hard easier, right? Because technology makes it easier to do things, but it doesn't take away work ethic. Yes. And you hit the nail on the head. So there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's the, the phrase, uh, work smart, not hard. Right. The, the key is to know what hard work is, learn to work smart, and then apply that hard work ethic that you had before it to working smart. Yep. Then you can accomplish so much more. Right. Um, I don't, once again, technology to me is not a way for agents to become lazy, but it's a way for agents to maximize their value to their clients by bringing in the perfect buyer by finding the perfect property, by doing their job in a more efficient way with a broader reach, 
that maximizes what your client can get or minimizes what they're going to spend based on the ability to analyze information. So we're doing what's best for our clients. We're learning the most cutting-edge tools, which technology changes all the time. Oh, every day. <laughs> but you as an individual, on a personal level and a professional level, should also be evolving all the time. Don't be afraid to change. Right. You know, stick with it. Stay with it. If something new comes out and you're frustrated, oh, I have to learn this again, don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed or upset that you have to learn something new. Be excited that you're learning something new because you're putting a new weapon in your arsenal. You're much more dangerous with it now, and because you're eager to go do it, everyone else who has that mentality who's, oh, I have to do this again, you're already ahead of them. Right. I would agree there. Now, let's talk you – know, we, we talk about, obviously – you know, we talked about hard work. We talked about technology. We talked about the business, getting into the business right here. And let's talk about a little bit about where you see the business today and where you see it going forward. You know, so now we got tools, technology, you got hard work. You're kicking ass and taking names. I'm just saying. I mean, you've been in the business, what, two years now? Uh, two, a little over two and a half. A little over two and a half years. You're forming your own team now. Uh, you've got some great projects uh, coming on, multi-million dollar uh, projects, actually multi-million, million, 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 million dollar projects. <laughs> Um, you know, what, what was it like and, and, and how did you have this passion? And, and, and more importantly is somebody coming into the business today, what would you suggest them do? And where do you see the market today? And where do you see it next couple of years? Yeah. So honestly, I think new agents, it, it's so relative because some people come in with networks some people come in without networks. Um, but I think the most important thing at the very beginning is to be as humble as possible. Don't be afraid to hear no's. No's are it's great. Every no you get, learn from it. That's a learning experience. And get no's until you get your yeses. Right. Um, you know, we talked about something earlier about FISBOs, for instance. So this is something I tell a lot of new agents. So a lot of people have FISBOs. You can find them on Zillow. Yep. And it's people trying to sell their own houses without an agent. What I like to tell some new agents is, hey, don't be afraid to approach that FISBO and ask to host an open house for them. Right. And host that open house. And if buyers come in, maybe you can get a buyer out of it. But analyze that property and the price they're asking. Maybe they're overpriced. But I guarantee you, if you host a couple of open houses there and you show that you have value, if they decide to list that property, who are they going to list it with? Oh, yeah. They're going to you because you've already invested time. Plus, you get to walk around that neighborhood, knock on every door, get to know everybody in the neighborhood, invite them over to see the house. They're going to see the effort you're putting into it. You might get other clients in that neighborhood. And I think that's a great way to start. That door knocking, uh, cold calling working and learning from other agents. Don't be afraid to ask new agents. And, you know, with my office, Keller Williams and Memorial, what I love so much about it is when I was new, I asked all the agents questions, everyone. Oh, yeah. And they were all so helpful. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Everything is about learning. But as a new agent, utilize the tools in front of you. Utilize the people around you. Put yourself in an office in a situation that's going to give you a guideline, that's going to give you tools to use. The whole goal as a new agent is to shorten the learning curve for you to become successful so you increase the amount of time you are successful in the industry. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of places where it's a little bit harder to do that. So in my mind, that that's the low-hanging fruit. Um, but once again, social media, all of these great platforms to market through, you have, you have everybody has a network. Uh, you know, Utilize your network. Call everybody in there. It's great to make mistakes with people who are close to you. It's okay to make mistakes with them because when you're doing these cold calls and you're making these you know, silly scripts and you're reading these scripts, read it to your inner circle first. Start there because your inner circle is the most forgiving. Right. And they're going to give you honest feedback. 
perfect it with your inner circle and then slowly grow it and slowly grow it. Be yourself in these scripts. Don't don't read them verbatim. Right. But everybody, you have you you out there, you have a unique you have something unique about you. There's something about you that's special. And you just need to figure out what it is and apply that to these scripts. You you are the catalyst. You reading this, you calling the people, you're the reason that they're going to do business with you. Not just the script. The script is just a basic guideline of words to say. You're the person taking those words and turning them into the magic that's going to turn these people into clients for you. So don't be afraid of it. And, and I think that that's the best advice I would give for newer agents. As far as the market trend, I mean, real estate's always going to be around. Real estate's awesome. <laughs> you know? I yes. mean, it, it's, it's so much fun. There's something new to learn every day. You get to see beautiful homes. You get to put awesome people into beautiful homes. You get to help people start businesses. There is so much cool stuff you can do in real estate. So, um, you know, my, my thought process is, I mean, real estate is going to be around for forever. Be the top agent. Start now. It's never too late. But don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And don't be afraid to humble yourself and go out there and, and do the door knocking and do the cold calling. Ask new agents to, to ask seasoned agents to follow and shadow them yep. and, and just get on the grind. I mean, it's so much fun because there's so much new things to learn every day. I totally agree. You know, one of the things you talked about, and I, I tell this even to my loan officers all the time, is I, I love it when I speak to real estate agents and loan officers and, and you talk about that sphere of influence. And the first thing they say is, well, I want to go with somebody outside of my sphere of influence in case I mess up. And I tell them all the time, mess up with the ones you trust the most. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's the most forgiving. That's not the one's going to go out on Facebook and slam you, you right. know, or Instagram. Those ones are going to say, hey, by the way, this is the way you can improve. This is what I want to see. When you go out and you do it, you mess up with somebody who you don't have that, that circle of trust with. Right. That's when the real problems exist. And then you don't have any faith or confidence to go back to your inner circle. So it's sort of a, you know, but, but I hear it all the time. People are like, well, I have my spirit of influence, but I don't want to use it. Use it. And, and I can't talk to enough people about being able to do that, you know, yeah. and, and I love what you talked about, you know, use that as your measuring stick to begin with. Everything else becomes a lot easier. And, and don't be intimidated. You know, don't be intimidated. You know, some people see those big producers like, wow, I don't, you know, I'm so scared to say anything. <laughs> oh, they looked at me, but they're people too. Yeah. You know, they're just people with more experience, but you know, the I thing like is, the big producers. I'm like, why aren't you using me? No, just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in some cases I do though. I'm like, Hey, by the way, I know you very well. Uh, what do I have to do to get your business? But you know, but that's the, that's one thing. Don't be afraid. I think right. that's what you said. Yeah. Be fearless. I mean, um, you're going to get out of this industry, what you put into it. Um, if you want to be successful and you want to work hard, and you're not afraid of working hard, do it. Go out there and grab it. You know, there's no reason why you can't be the next $100 million producer. Why, why not you? Why can't you do it? You know, yep. that's what I ask myself every day. Why not you? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, here, here's one thing. Somebody's got to do the business. Right. And someone's going to do the business. So you can either, I, I tell everybody all the time. I'm a huge, I love picking up the phone and calling in the morning. And I call agents all day long, people I know, people I don't know, people I want to know, people I hear about, whatever it might be, right? And I tell everybody, to me, I've got nothing to lose. Because even if I don't even have an opportunity to sit down and eat or break bread or whatever it is, I got to know them. They got to know my name. And it comes out years later. Oh, by the way, I remember when you talked to me and you were a lot of fun. I hear their stories about who they are and the people. And, and as you mentioned, some of the some of the biggest producers in this industry are some of the most down-to-earth, nicest people you would ever, ever meet in your life. Yeah. And actually, we have one of them who's going to be coming on pretty soon. Yes. Shout out to Brad Hermes. So, yep. Very good know, guy. Ah, such a cool guy. Uh, I genuinely enjoy being around him. And 
Um, he has an awesome story, and you know, yes. I mean, that guy, he, he's really smart. Like yeah. just just picking his brain, he, he he gives some great information. Yeah. So I'm super excited to have him on, and you know, he 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 has he has some some interesting stories. His path into the industry was great. Yes. But you know, he's another person at my office, and he's definitely somebody I've uh, leaned on for information in the past. Um, he's more than willing to give it to you. So, you know, great guy. So shout out yep. to Brad and looking forward to having him on the show. Yeah, no. And one of the things we're going to be doing here, we're going to be getting a lot of great guests from the industry to talk about their beginnings, both with big brokerages, with smaller brokerages, startups, new individuals. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, the great thing I like is, you know, this show is going to allow us to really, number one, talk the way we normally talk, you know, and say, if there's a bad word that comes out, so be it. <laughs> but more importantly is, is be able to take this on the road and show individuals the way other people are in their own environment. I mean, sitting down with, you know, individuals like Ted Jones and people over at Stewart and, you know, and smaller brokerages and larger brokerages and, 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 and all different types of people. That's sort of what our goal is. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the beauty of this is that we're going to provide a dynamic aspect of real estate so you know it's great to hear from the top producers that's awesome but also i think some new agents definitely should have a voice and their voice doesn't have to be about how successful they are but their voice can describe scenarios where they've had barriers or roadblocks and how they got through them or how they're dealing with them now that might be very valuable to some people especially the newer agents that are here hitting similar roadblocks so I think that that's going to be interesting. And, of course, the success stories are great. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, we have a lot of cool people, I think, that we're going to have on. So It's going to be um, fun. It's going to be, gonna a, be a lot of fun. fun. You know, and so one of the things, if anybody ever wants to have us speak about a certain subject matter, you know, they need to be able to reach out to us. So what's your phone number if somebody wants to get on the show or talk about something? So if anybody's interested in just contacting about information about real estate, uh, technology, or interested in being on the show, just to bring on, you know, their aspect or, or their, their views on things, uh, the best way to contact me via cell phone is 979-320-4303. My email is M-S-T-A-V, as in Victor, I at kw.com and uh yeah those best two ways to reach out to me also on itunes feel free to leave comments reviews uh reach out to us we're in the process of setting up some social media which uh on the next show i'll have it ready for you (laughs) but uh, but yeah what about you chris uh you know you can always reach me at 713-256-9138 my email is very simple it's chris.kelso at htlenders.com you know um and it's always it's always joy seeing you um you know, you got a little baby due soon, so I want to give a big out. shout out to Yay. you. Uh, I will tell you one of the biggest things in my life, and it still is today. You know, I, you, you look at your experiences you have in life, and one was marrying my beautiful wife, but you know, then when you have your first child, and I, in my case, I had my second child, it, and then it, watching them grow up, it's absolutely just breathtaking. And every day, you know, I thank God for what we have, and every day I thank God that they're still they're with us and that we're able to provide for them. And so, congratulations. Congratulations to Thanks, your, your pending little one who's on the way. Uh, I know I'm going to lose you for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, and hey, and that's guess what? That's that's what life's about. Yeah. Uh, and I know you're going to lose sleep for a little bit. Oh, no. And guess what? That's what life's about. <laughs> so my, my suggestion is enjoy it. Enjoy it. Take advantage of that. You know, don't look back and never do anything. I, 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 this is my rule always still today. 
family first, you yeah. know, uh, and, and you're part of my family. Family is first, and that means people that are intimate to you, your immediate family members, people that are intimate to you, and then that, that are with you all the time. Never forget that and enjoy every moment that that little one is able to be here with you. So, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, brother. It means a lot. Absolutely, bud. So, you know, we're going to sign off on RPT for today. We're doing this show, but you're, we're going to have a lot more content, fun, opportunities. So, again, give one of us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Want to get some more content out there. And if you have something that you're doing in regards to this is the other thing, we always talk about this, is if you're doing any type of charity, let us know. Yeah. We love going out and speaking and doing live, uh, what we can do actually do live interviews or anything we need to yeah, at charity events. Absolutely. So we'd love to take advantage of that because one of the things we tell everybody is the more we can give back to the community, the more you get back. Exactly. You get back in regards to the way you feel and your health and you know and all that fun stuff. So give us a shout out. We'd love to love to hear from you. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, I guess thanks, Chris. I'm, I'm glad we got to, to <laughs> line this one up. We'll have some more coming out soon. Uh, we'll have the website up. We'll have all the. Uh, the, the uh, schedule for, for shows, who we might have on. We're open to suggestions. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, anything else for me, Chris? Nope. I think we're all good right now, bud. All right. This is our PT. We're out. Out. <laughs>